0: welcome back my friends to the second official episode of the alignment alchemy series that i'm dropping this week i hope that you enjoyed the first episode got a little emotional in there if you haven't listened to that episode and you jumped to this one, i would recommend going back and just listening to them in order because it's just like a whole story lots of layers and it'll all come together by the end of the week so today's conversation i talked a little bit about money yesterday but I wanted to really dive in and share what my experience has been like investing in myself over, I'll say like over the last 13 years, like if I include my degree and having my personal training business, but I'm really also going to emphasize like what I've invested in myself in particular in the last like three and a half years since I started my coaching business. And what I really want to focus on today is my experience with certifications because I have so many thoughts about this. I think having an open Ajna just allows me to simultaneously have many opinions about what I think in terms of certifications and what I feel is an integrity and how I would do it differently essentially or what I think is valuable. So with that being said, just a friendly sidebar reminder as usual, please remember that I'm sharing my experience and you do not have to agree with me. And I don't want you to take this as the be-all end-all truth because I'm just here to share my story and reflect back to you to become aware of what your story is and like what resonates with you. So take and leave what resonates or doesn't as we dive into this conversation today. So my background, and it's so funny because I had this conversation with my partner and we were talking about how we would do things differently the day that we decide to have kids and one of the things that i said to him was that i feel like and i'm sure a lot of people can relate to this especially if you are children of baby boomers where i feel like very traditional ways of operating in society is like you finish high school you get a degree you find a partner you get married you have kids you buy a house and so on and so i grew up going into that kind of realm and it wasn't I didn't have a lot of pressure I know a lot of people can experience pressure of like you need to become a doctor or you need to do this especially if a family is if they're immigrants it's even harder because there's an extra narrative of like we've come here for a better life like you need to get an education and so for me I, I think after doing a full-on teaching degree and then going for a year and teaching and discovering like this is not my jam and looking back and being like, I was in university for six years and that degree probably cost me like $40,000, okay? If not more. And the thing is, when I look at that and I consider what I got out of it, of course there's skills, there's things that I learned from being a teacher, from the anatomy courses I took, from continuing to study French, like these things are still relevant. But if I were to choose where I would have put that money, it would have been in my experience of investing in myself for my business and being an entrepreneur. Like, I think that the money that I spent in personal development, in growing my personal training business, and then going into growing my own coaching business, that feels more valuable to me. And I think as a 19-year-old girl, I didn't know what the fuck I wanted to do with the rest of my life. So... What I've talked about with my partner is that I believe, and I really love this idea because I'm obviously biased to entrepreneurship, but the day that we have a kid, what I would say just to shift the paradigms is when you're in high school, this is a GPA that you're expected to hold so that you have options when you graduate. Holding that GPA for the four years you're in high school means that your graduation present is ten grand. And you're not going to university in your first year after high school. You're going to travel. And I think that that really ties into the most valuable experience is personal growth. It doesn't mean buying the books and doing programs and so on. It's really about discovering yourself as a person. And I think that that's the really big thing that I got out of investing in myself was that it wasn't about the money being spent. And I think that there's definitely this toxic marketing in terms of like higher ticket means higher transformation and, you know, fill the void, become the best coach you want to be. And there there can be these heavy narratives that can really trigger the pain points of somebody who is perhaps in a more vulnerable state. And I'm saying this because I was 100% that person like three years ago. So with all of that being said, when i when i started my journey obviously got a teaching degree and then when i was personal training i moved up in the levels of a trainer at the gym i was working at i worked at good life fitness downtown toronto in case anyone's wondering and if you know good life fitness in canada it's literally like the equivalent to starbucks but like every corner of ontario it's insane and then there's some across canada as well but it's more in the east coast anyways I probably invested like four or five grand when I was personal training and just to, to, to learn more, to be better at coaching. Like it was a lot of like paying to get knowledge. And then obviously that gave me more confidence. So this was the theme for me. And I also think that this is part of having an open heart center in my chart where I constantly felt like I had this void that I didn't have enough value to give. So I continued to spend money to get more knowledge so that I could feel more confident But the thing is, is that if I only felt confident when I was studying or learning something, I just continued to invest in myself. And the thing is, that's how it was meant to happen, honestly. So... I probably invested four or five grand over the three years, which looking back, I'm like, that's not that much compared to what I'm about to tell you in terms of my coaching experience with my business. So I spent that money and it it gave me a lot of knowledge. I learned a lot about business. I shared about how this really gave me the flavor of what it was to be a business owner. And so I'm so grateful for that. And so the very, very first coaching quote, I literally fucking air quotes here coaching certification I did was actually in May of 2018. So it was like almost a year and a half before I announced myself. Actually, no, I guess that would be about eight months, eight months before I declared my business in January of 2019. And it was, I did it because the credits would count towards my personal training business. You need to like have credits in order to keep your certification every year. And it was a weekend course on getting certified as a coach practitioner. And I can't even remember the name of the company, but it was, you know, they gave a couple scripts. And we did some coaching, like one-on-one coaching in the class with the other participants. And it was a lot of... I could definitely tell looking back, it was like NLP-based in terms of like reframing and getting really specific and a, a very, you know, specific type of goal setting. And so this is, this is really how I entered into the personal development world is like mindset shifting. And that's how I ad- initially identified as a mindset coach when I started my business. And then I evolved into a spiritual mindset coach and now I just don't even really share that I'm a spiritual mindset coach I just say what I do anyways so that was my first ever weekend and like quote getting certified and I just remember feeling this high and like feeling more confident and feeling like okay like I'm actually taking a step towards my business because if you remember in the last episode I told you it hit me in the spring of 2014 that I wanted to start a coaching business and I didn't know how and then this literally you know four five years go by and then I actually start taking action so I did that. That was my first one. It was like $500. And then obviously at the end of the weekend, there's this massive pitch to buy into like the next level. And these are all the success stories of the people who invested in this. And this is how you can make money. Like it actually looking back and having the understanding that I do now felt a little bit culty. Like you had to like buy into it and then you could make this money back. And it was just a hard fuck no if I'm going to address my sacral it is a hard no I would not do that now and it just was not for me and so anyways that was my first sort of you know dip into the coaching realm and so when I came into January 2019 so I didn't do anything after that because I was still focused on personal training When I came into January 2019 and I was really like going off the deep end in terms of like manifestation and diving into like, what are people doing online? Like just coming in so green, so naive, so vulnerable and so desperate, but like wanting to have this business so I could have the freedom and do all these sweet things that I thought would come with having a business, which is like. There's duality there. I won't get into that right now, but you know that there's duality there. So I decided... I think that's when I really started getting into, you know, buying, like, the courses. Like, I think it was February of 2019. I invested in Amanda Francis's, like, drop the motherfucking money struggle. And that was, like, a really big deal for me. It was, like, 500-something. And then a little while later in that year, I decided I kept seeing NLP, like NLP, hypnosis, core method, like all of these things coming up in terms of get certified in coaching and grow your business. And so I I completely bought into that. And I was super interested in NLP because I just thought that human language, human behavior was super fascinating. And so I ended up investing in a it was a five certifications in November of 2019 and it was around three thousand dollars. And so and that's I think that's USD or Canadian. So we're just gonna be rounding numbers here, but I'll tell you the grand amount at the end. So in that investment that I made, it was completely self-paced. I did it was NLP, core method, success in life coaching, hypnosis. And there might have been another one that I'm forgetting. This is how irrelevant they are to me now. I only really focus on hypnosis. But I invested in that in 2019. And it was like, I watched probably, so I finished it in August of 2020. And I watched probably freaking 120, 150 videos. So it's like, you watch the videos, there's the textbook. And then in order to pass, I had to obviously finish all the content. I had to submit 21 videos, 21 recordings of me actually coaching someone with the techniques. And the emphasis was so much on just like, read the script. All you have to do is read the script. And looking back, in my opinion, now this is very, I mean, you're probably going to see it more in the industry that the traditional ways of using NLP are not trauma sensitive at all you know, it's very like read the script. That's not inclusive of if that person has trauma or, you know, if they need more support, like using time techniques. That was the other one I forgot. Time techniques is literally designed to go in and feel a negative emotion and that can be incredibly triggering. And so I, looking back in my opinion, I don't think that that is an integral way to lead certifications where it's just like, here's all the information, submit 21 videos, follow the script. And then I had to do a written exam. And then I had a call with a master trainer who gave me feedback on, you know, bits and pieces that I could improve in terms of the recording or the exam. And then that was it. I had five coaching certifications. And then I was left to my own devices, having literally only done some of those techniques, like once. And so looking back, it's like, I just think that what makes an integral coaching certification is being able to being able to get more feedback on the coaching being able to come from a a lens where you trust yourself as a coach to pivot and change the dialogue according to what your client needs and that it's not just a script because a script just assumes that everyone's going to respond the same they're going to react the same they're going to process the same and even now that I've brought in human design what I notice is that I will change if I, you know, when I was using time techniques last year in a, in a program that I was doing, you know, I had some people with a defined versus undefined head and Ajna or an undefined or undefined emotional solar plexus and me telling them go in and feel this emotion. There needs to be emotion present in order for somebody who has an undefined emotional solar plexus to really feel it. Like when I would do time techniques personally and having an undefined head as well, it's like, okay, well, I I don't have anything to play from like it just didn't resonate with me and so I could start to see I was taking NLP and I could start to see from a human design lens how things needed to shift and so it's just interesting that I invested in this I passed it was all good and I didn't really use it that much there's some things in terms of the language shifting and reframing with NLP that I like hypnosis I love because that is just something that Again, a lot of pressure around like, just follow the script. Here's the induction. But the thing is, you can actually be so creative with hypnosis. And that is something else that I'm going to be, you'll see me online. I'm going to bring in human design into hypnosis. And that's going to be incredible. So clearly this path that I went on, I was meant to go on because now I'm bringing everything together, right? So I really believe that it's important if you're considering getting a coaching certification to look at the support that you're going to have. And that is going to be beyond just sending emails in, but really looking at, okay, how can I be integral? How can I get the support that I need? How can I make sure that I'm being trauma sensitive and being inclusive to, you know, the nervous system regulation that somebody may have or not have? Like there's so many of those aspects that I think need to be included in a certification, especially because I think that a lot of trauma has been, you know, just revamped, in the last few years of the coaching industry exploding because we're trying to coach people and then all of a sudden we trigger them and then it's like you're going off the script but you're not supposed to go off the script and it's just a clusterfuck so that can happen and it's, it's obviously not maliciously being done but it's just it's like if I were to compare it it's just if we look at racism it's like a microaggression like you don't tr- you don't you're not trying to but it's happening and it needs to be handled differently right it needs to be said differently to be inclusive so that was my experience with nlp and i think you know there's obviously things that i'm taking from it that investment was around three grand like i said and then the next thing i invested in literally that summer right after i finished the nlp certifications was a law of attraction life coaching certification with christy whitman and it's so funny because i literally swung on the spectrum so hard i went from this very sort of masculine energy structured you know language shifting mindset behavior coaching to the other side of hardcore spirituality really bringing in the tools of abraham hicks focusing on energy a lot of meditation like very yin and yang so i dove into the certification program and it it's an evergreen style that she has so i think i paid around 2700 for this and she just changed it to evergreen and i and this Structure I thought was incredible because you can go at your own pace. There's modules that you go through, there's little quizzes that you do, but you also need to do six feedback sessions where you record a session of you using the methods and the things that you're learning from the coaching certification and you get feedback from one of the you know support coaches or people that she has within her company on how you can shift this how you can do this differently what you did well and so on and then on top of that we had to bank 60 hours of coaching as well so I really loved that. And then I think it was twice a month we had office hour calls. You can come in and get support. Christy was present. She would answer questions. She would dive into things. There was a ton of extra content too in terms of how to build your business. And so I felt like that was much more integral because I felt supported and I felt more confident with using the methodologies that I was actually learning and that I had invested in. And it wasn't like, here's all the content. Now you finished it. Check the box. Here's your certification. Like I really felt like I was held accountable. And I really love that even now, if I wanted to, I could go back to these office hours. Like they're just happening ongoing, even though it's literally been two years since I initially dove into that certification. So like a little keener that I am having an open heart and an undefined root, even though I have like six hanging gates off my root center, I, that certification program was supposed to take 10 months and I did it in four. Like this was looking back at Kayla from 2019 up until probably the end of 2021. I was trying so hard to learn all the things and find this missing piece, like, okay, once you have this certification, then it'll be good, or this piece of knowledge, or work with this person, like, it just, it was just nonstop. and the other thing to consider, too, so I have an undefined head, open ajna, open throat, undefined emotional solar plexus, undefined root, and undefined spleen, so I only have my gene cycle defined, and in my spleen, I have gate 48, unconsciously defined, and the shadow is inadequacy, So I was seeing this like after I learned human design, I was like, wow, Kayla, you are in the shadow of inadequacy. And so the gift is like coming up into this energy of resourcefulness and wisdom. And so it's interesting because when we look at the fear gates, so now I'm kind of like going off on a tangent here. When we look at the fear gates and the spleen, what happens is those fears, the shadows are what are going to drive us, especially because you have that root pressure coming into the spleen, are going to drive us to what it is that we need for safety and security and what is physically good for us. So when I realized that that 48, that that shadow of inadequacy was showing up, I noticed that it drove me to go and acquire the resources that I needed in order to feel that safety and security. But even then, that safety and security of like, more wisdom, more knowledge, more certifications, like listing all of these off on my website, there was still a void because I was trying so hard outside of myself to get these things in order to justify, I'm a good coach. I'm a good business owner. This is what you're going to get when you work with me. And it was coming from a place of scarcity. It wasn't coming from a place of this deep, rooted knowing of who I am and what I'm here to bring and how I can support you from this place of abundance, right? It was just coming from this place of lack. So this continued to drive me. Okay. We go into 2021 and I had also in that fall invested in money mentality makeover with Amanda Francis. And there was other little courses too that I invested in. I think I did. There was like a manifestation, vision board, something rather with Catherine Zankina. Like there was just always something that I was investing in. And so obviously I learned a lot from this, but it just continued to perpetuate. And I was just like filling this void. It really was like if, if anybody asked me now, Kayla, would you have done this or What's your recommendations about certifications? The first thing I would say is like you need to sit the fuck down with yourself and really ask why you're investing in this and be extra intentional and notice if this is because you're filling a void because you genuinely want to integrate this work into your life and your business and have it make a difference for you. It's not because you think you should, right? so in 2020 that december i already mentioned this in the previous episode but that's when i really started to get into human design and i was just like oh my god kayla like here we go again you're gonna make another investment and it's just but for some reason this felt different this is where the i resonate so hard with this i feel so seen and heard i understand why i'm frustrated because i'm starting to see what it means to be a six two sacral generator and i wanted to know more naturally so I told myself, if you can get a 10 line or $10,000 line of credit on your own, you're going to sign up for SSCC in January, or I think it was to start. No, the sign up was in January, but the start was in March of 2021. And so that went through, like I mentioned, and I signed up and that was the biggest investment that I've ever made. It was almost $19,000 USD, which in Canadian is like 24 grand. So right there, if you look at the last like three years and that doesn't even include the odd coach that I worked with and I've only ever worked with coaches that I know personally either like through Landmark or that I've known in Toronto and so on and so I literally up to this point including that have easily spent like 30 to 40 grand on certifications, coaching and all of that and then if you want to include my teaching degree which is still relevant in some ways like easily 80 to 100 grand Like, it's just a lot of fucking money. And one thing I learned is that just spending more money doesn't mean that you're going to make more money, right? Again, paying attention to this open heart center and this like proving energy to myself and to others. And, oh, if I spend more money, then more money will come to me. Like, this is just part of the toxic language of manifestation that can come up. So I decided to sign up for SSCC and I did a live round and it was 10 months we had... Coaching calls, we had Voxer chats, like it was so much information that I went into, and it was that is honestly what changed my life the most. And I acknowledge that it was the biggest investment that I made in myself, but also the way that I went into it was very different than the other certifications that I did. And I Again, I think the biggest thing that I got from SSCC was being surrounded by like-minded entrepreneurs who were so embodied in the work and were so connected to supporting people to trust their intuition when it comes to building their business. And that's something that I never felt in my other certifications or work that I did because it was like oh here's what worked for me like go and do this thing and it just didn't click for me like there, that's why I always felt like something was missing and so I really felt like w- when I got into human design like this is what allowed me to really come home to myself and come back to this level of authenticity of me just being me energetically showing up when I'm in my not self theme and being fucking transparent about it or showing up and being super lit up and it being so obvious to people and magnetizing them into the work that I'm doing and what I'm sharing. But I think that this is this is the new paradigm of business is being able to come back and come home to yourself because there's a million different ways to do business. And I think that these old paradigms that with all due respect that we see from like older White male cisgender men, business owners who are like selling their shit to be like, this is what you should do. Like, I literally lose my mind when I go on Facebook and I see advertisements come up on my feed that say, get certified in NLP for $7. There's been 75,000 people who've signed up for the certification. And I'm just like, okay, completely circling back. If you spend seven dollars, what kind of support do you expect to get? I spent 3,000 and I shared with you that the literal only one-on-one support I got was when I did my exams. So just like watching out for these things and really paying attention to what the money means and where it's going and like the being really curious about the support you're gonna get and I think that that's something I loved with you know doing the certification with Eden and the group of women that were support coaching was that it was you know you were always available to ask questions there were no stupid questions there was you know master classes and things that we did that really allowed us to show our skills and i think that the real integration came after the certification program when he finished it in december of 2021 you know it was like a lot had to sink in there needed to be a lot of playing with things and so the work continued onward. It wasn't just in that container. And I still have the opinion that when it comes to being certified in something like this certification program is specifically about the coaching method that Eden has created based off of human design. Like that's what you're being certified in. So when you look at certifications as a whole, like even when I did the one with Christy Whitman, That was, you know, she was bringing in things from Abraham Hicks and a lot of her own channeling because she does channeling and coaching as well. And so it's like when you invest in a certification, it is going to be some flavor of what that person knows or is what they're doing specifically. So ultimately, it's you that gets to decide if that is valuable to you. And there's a difference between that and coming from the energy of, oh, well, they have a multi-million dollar business, they have published books, they do seminars, they do this, they have this Instagram following. I should go in and be in their energy. I should go and invest in this thing. It's like literally needs to be you deciding if that's valuable or not for you. It doesn't mean that that investment or that certification is bad. It's really personal to, does this work for me? So I think that that's the biggest thing that, you know, this having supportive containers where you can practice what it is that you're learning, you can learn about inclusivity and being trauma sensitive, and you can really get to feel confident about using this work, but also trusting yourself to shift it to support your clients. So it's not just about scripts, right? Because I think that being human, we can always relate to each other through, our experiences through our trauma, through the things that we're learning, through our struggles again, like it's just there's always this homecoming when we connect with each other, but it's like that's literally because there's authenticity present. That can't be from a script. It's always when we come from the heart that that connection and that that healing and that processing gets to happen organically and in a way that's sustainable. So, these are some of the really big things that I've learned from investing in certifications and working one-on-one with coaches. You know, there's, like I mentioned, there's probably three coaches that I've worked with in the last three and a half years and I've known them all personally and I've never had a bad experience working with one-on-one coaches. However, that's a whole other conversation too if you want to talk about pricing because like obviously the coaching industry is unregulated and you just see these like astronomical prices of like, paying a hundred thousand dollars to work with someone for a year and I think again it's subjective but then I also just really ask the question like if you're paying somebody that much money like there's only so much time in a day like what specifically are you paying for then like is it are unicorns gonna combust into thin air like what's happening you know and again I think it's value always going to be subjective and I think this is so important this has been the biggest thing that I have deconditioned having an open heart center because having an open heart center when I would look at the industry when I would look at who had what certifications who what their pricing was all of this I would magnetize to that and I would just try to replicate it because I didn't actually trust myself I didn't believe that what I had was valuable I believed I needed more I needed to prove myself and it was so exhausting the heart center is about sustainability It's about desire. It's about willpower, your commitments, your integrity, what you deem valuable. When it's open or undefined, there's going to be a lot of fluidity in that, you know? So here I am spending X amount of money doing this certification, doing that. And my opinions and my experience about it are changing because I have that center completely open. And so I think that I used to come from the scarcity proving energy, this overdrive, over deliver Like always over deliver. And it's that's not again, it's not sustainable. And this is what burns people out in business. They think they have to do more. They have to have more. But it's like, what are your what are your roots at? Like, are you taking care of your roots first of what you need so that you can support others and show up with a full cup? So that's been like one of the really biggest things, I think, is just allowing myself to get sucked in and I'm kind of at a point where I'm just not interested in consuming this is another reason why I have zero followings on Instagram and why I just want to show up and share and I'm not going to pretend to go and interact and just do things for the sake of it I'm honoring my being a generator people come into my dms people comment I will respond and I will respond with like the utmost gratitude because that is how I'm designed to show up in business. So I'm definitely going to be talking more about that embodiment in a later episode in this series in terms of like how I completely shifted my business to human design. But I just wanted to dive in today and just be transparent about the things that I've invested, like what I think is important in terms of a certification. And again, like the biggest reminder being You need to decide if it's valuable and to pay attention. Like, am I doing this to prove myself? Am I doing this because I think I'm not enough? Am I doing this because it's going to give me this false sense of security? Or am I doing this because I'm really curious and this is going to add to my repertoire and I'm going to integrate it. It's not just going to be like a plaque on my wall, right? I think that that's super important. Oh yeah, the other two certifications that I forgot to talk about were Reiki, so that was in March of 2020 and June of 2020 I did Reiki level 1 and level 2 and I still want to do my Reiki masters but Reiki that is more that was more for me. And those were two certifications that I ended up getting and I loved them. They were like 3 to 450 each and I have been doing Reiki on myself every day since March 25th of 2020. And now we're in like August of 2022 as I record this. So it's been a hot minute. I love Reiki. That was 100% for me. I've done some like Zoom Reiki calls or if I host like New Moon Circles, I'm definitely going to bring in that Reiki energy for the group. But that was something that I loved a lot that I also invested in that, I mean, is in theory could easily be used with clients. So those are the other two. So in total today, I talked about 12 certifications which is crazy. And I don't think anyone needs that many. But if it's something that you want to do, again, from knowing you're coming from a place of abundance and not scarcity, fucking do it. Uh, I would also just encourage you, if you have bought into the narrative that you need to spend more to be able to charge more, because again, who said that? When did you decide to believe that, right? And literally those two sentences I have learned from NLP, reframing, coming back to self-responsibility. Who, sa- who says that you have to spend X amount in order to charge X amount or to be valuable? Well, I said that. I decided that. Okay, when did I decide that? And again, bringing the power back to you and you deciding what is valuable and what will serve you in your life and in your business. So I hope that today's conversation was super helpful for you and interesting. And I would love to hear what you think because I know that some people invest in certifications. I don't think you need a certification, even though that might seem hypocritical of me to say that. I'm literally just speaking from experience, but I would love to hear what you think. I also want to encourage you, of course, if this is, you know, September, 2020, to check out the Alignment Alchemy Mastermind that is starting on the 15th, sorry, on the 19th is when it's starting the doors will be open before that but this is going to be amazing we're going to continue on with these authentic conversations and about like deeply integrating and embodying who you're meant to be in your business with human design and gene keys and i'm just i just have a really good feeling about it but either way even if you're listening to this episode much later than september maybe you're listening to it in a year two or three years from now It's still part of my story. I think it's so important that everyone shares their story. So I hope you enjoyed this. And I will chat with you in the next episode of the series.